0: Hello and welcome back to uh, Cyber Matters. Uh, I'm your host Russ Dorsey, a principal and CIO at and Company. Um, we've been speaking with our, with our guest uh, Darren Mott, a retired FBI agent and uh, the host of the Cyber Guy uh, podcast series. And uh, in, in the prior segment, we were talking about, uh, you know, the FBI, his migration from the FBI into uh, into the private sector, and now the work he's doing with these podcasts and, and highlighting some of those. But we wanted to talk a little bit about um, you know personal protection and, and being cyber smart and I, th- I think that's a, a great um, you know the, the, the cyber smart series that he's, he's tied in with this podcast actually just giving you practical tips again an, enough reason to go find this series but if we were to talk about some of the things that are you know are threats to you know individuals uh, of, of any age really in, in our homes so, so Darren let's let's switch to that but the uh, you know when, when you talk about uh, the the elderly and elder, fraud um let me let me bring myself back up here um mm-hmm. saw my parents this weekend thankfully they're 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 both still with us both in their mid-80s um and both still very present in their mind about about everything i'm, I'm very fortunate and so I, but i was talking to them and just about everything i started because again i've been listening to yours uh and so i was getting over there and 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 just kind of rattling some things but mom mom was oh yeah they talked about that on the today show yesterday i i hang up on those people or yeah we've got our our, our, you know we, we don't have our debit card we don't even use our debit card it's not tied to our bank account uh we keep mm-hmm. you know we, we keep the money moved out of the main checking account anyway those kinds of things um but uh the, you know I was talking to him about the uh the uh uh kidnapping uh you know st- yeah they uh,
1: yes yeah grand- Grandma i got I'm, i've been kidnapped or whatever which yeah
0: you had something close happen to you uh you know did. With, with that um which uh you know was uh it, it's just having that conversation with our parents to say, Hey, look, if something's going on like that call, cause I mean, our experience here, um, you know, has been, it's that same thing with the, with the elderly. Um, you know, these are people that ugh, were very successful in life with slide rules. They're a lot smarter than we are in my mind. <laughs> I mean, most of our parents. Sure. Me. Yeah, absolutely. And, 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 and it's, it's such a matter of pride to them to remain independent and to remain, mm-hmm. uh, you know, savvy, if you will. You know they they want to be independent like that and then and so the the bad guys play on that heavy right
1: i mean right so years so the, the 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 incident you're talking about years ago um i was sitting at sitting at home with my kids and my wife and my mother calls me um and she says hey i just got a call from patrick and instead he's been arrested. It was an arrested one, not a kidnap one, it was arrested and he needed a thousand dollars. I said, well, he's sitting right here next to me. So I'm pretty sure that's not enough." fortunately she, o- the only reason that that didn't work for the scammers was because she knew to call me because I'd certainly talked a lot about this kind of scamming stuff with them. But you know, what ended up happening is, is they called and said, grandma. And so she said, Patrick, because she has like four it doesn't matter if she just said will or dean or any of her other nephews they would have said yeah it is me and you know same idea i've been i've been arrested i don't have my wallet a thousand dollars wire transfer to me whatever that kind of thing um and so fortunately didn't happen but now the problem now is if and there was a news report last week and i'm guessing your mother probably saw it on the today show where they're using ai to duplicate voices so this lady got a call and it sounded like it was from her daughter that she had been kidnapped uh, and they couldn't, for whatever reason, she couldn't reach, she couldn't get in contact with the daughter, so thought it had happened. Um, but this is what all we're going to see is a, is a evolution of these kinds of scams, especially with AI. I know AI, I like AI, I'm a fan of AI. I use chat GPT, but there, with every technology, the bad guys will figure out how to exploit it for, for nefarious reasons. We're already seeing that. The first thing we saw with, with ChatGPT was using it to create malware and do all that kind of stuff. Now with with digital AI, being able to replicate voices and do all that kind of stuff. So, um, but again, it has to do, a lot of it is awareness and just making your elderly friends and family just be aware of, of these things. And something, I, on my podcast, I say three things. Understand the threats, assess your risk, proceed wisely. If you don't understand the threats, the threat's going to hit you because you're not assessing your risk. So part of that understanding of threats is making people know what the, know what the bad things are that are out there. But I don't think enough people know it themselves um, to be able to tell enough people to do that. So I certainly try to do that in my life, but um, you know, that's part of the reason I do the podcast. Hopefully that's that's some, somebody will listen to it and get a get a nugget of information and go to, Hey, I heard this guy talking about this. Be on the lookout for that. Cause I've certainly had plenty of people, family members, myself, who, Extended family members that are like you know mothers-in-law or whatever um, have been scammed or attempted to be scammed. Unfortunately, the kids got into it quicker and were able to reverse a lot of the uh, stop a lot of the stuff. But certainly, it's like you said, you know, this is a an older generation that's very prideful um, and it's very hard for them to admit when something bad happens. It, it's human nature. It has to do with age. I'm sure if I became the victim of a cybercrime, I probably wouldn't go bragging about it, but. I take that back. I probably would because it'd be good content for me to share. Actually, I did. I did. I shared that on LinkedIn. I got scammed by a resume thing online. I got my money back, but I still I still was victimized. But I didn't do my due diligence. It can happen to anybody.
0: Yeah. When When you talk about the, uh, you know, the A.I. and the voice, I mean, the, the uh, are, are they finding the, the, the elderly victims? They're targeting them because there's social media activity that they contribute back. or Are they just doing robocalls knowing that? at a certain time of the day, they're more than likely to get an elderly person at home. Uh, and, and, then, and then they get lucky on the name. But you are talking about AI, they're duplicating the voices. So they have to be sampling the kid's voice or, or, or just getting how? Uh,
1: well, I think it's a little bit of both. So from a, from a sampling, I mean, certainly you can find people's voices on TikTok. If they, I mean, if, you know, if the kids have TikTok, you can go to TikTok, get a sample, you're good to go. You only need a couple seconds. And then tying it together to grandparents, if you go, if that kid has information on their parents, you can probably find the parents Facebook, which will then have information on the grandparents. And then it's not very hard to take those couple steps and get contact information from for the grandparent. Um, It could also be the information on the grandparent is is easily accessible on any of the online data breach databases that probably include true name, true address, because, you know, a lot of you know, when you get to the get to our elderly population, they've been at the same place for a while. Their phone number hasn't changed in a long time. My parents' phone number, at the house I grew up in, is still the same as it was fifty-seven years ago. So that number has not changed. So you're going to have those numbers that are part of data breach databases because pretty much at this point, everybody in the world has had some kind of data compromise through some kind of data breach. Um, if you if you have any kind of credit profile in the U.S your stuff has been stolen through Equifax data breach. So certainly that information is out there and easily accessible. And then tying it together, you can just use, you could, I'm sure there's AI programs that allow you to very easily tie those things together um, and create that intelligence platform to, to launch these attacks.
0: Yeah. I mean, if, if you think about, and I, I don't even remember the stat on it, but uh, our elderly uh, you know, people that are 55 and above uh, hold the the large portion of, of the nation's retirement you know, savings because uh, mm-hmm. that's where they are in life uh, sure i mean you're when you get to that point some of these people have net worths these people i mean we i'm gonna be one soon but i don't have the net worth i mean they've got more money than some small businesses do and then it's just sitting in these retirement accounts and things so it it seems it seems you know logical the, yeah, the, the bad guys are sitting there with algorithms, and if they've got the social media information and they can start doing the reconnaissance, then find mm-hmm. their way back, then, then it, it becomes a, 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 if you will, target-rich environment, right? They,
1: yeah, and I think as soon as you start looking at smaller regional banking systems, small credit unions, their cybersecurity is going to be less because they can't really afford to have robust cybersecurity like Bank of America, per se. Um, so they're going to be victimized. They're going to have information stolen, and that's going to tie you to, okay, here's – you know, here's Susan Turner at such and such address in Birmingham. All right. How much information can I get from, from this? I have information on where she lives and I can tie it to all this other stuff. And, and, and making that daisy chain um, to figure out relatives and social media accounts is these, these guys are, they're organized crime entities for a reason because that's what they do. And they, they find the information, they gather intelligence, they collect it. They have you know stuff that can call through it, so it's very it's very simple. It all it's still it's all social engineering. Um, it's trying it's relying on people's goodwill, and turning it against them.
0: Yeah, but it, but but it's very targeted. These these aren't the oh yeah yeah sure just 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 the drive bys. Uh, you know or are the, the malware that pops up? They have identified through these other uh, right m- these other pools of data. They've identified these targets to go after. Um, and 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 then there's uh, you know an element of of just randomness to, to this, obviously I got a call, um, the other day. Uh, and I, I think these are like the robocalls calls and, and, everything that, uh, you know, they get either social security administration's calling you and there's a problem mm-hmm. and we got to get some gift cards or, you know, yep. this is the FBI. I had a guy call me the other day on my phone. I wish I'd, I should have brought it up for the podcast. Um, and I, I may put it on here. This guy calls me. Uh, hello, hello, Russ. Why are you calling my wife? you know, you need, I'm, I'm, I know who you are. I'm going to come over there and my man, what are you talking about? You know, <laughs> I haven't called your wife. You've called now three times. You're pretending to be the FBI. I've got your phone number now, you know, and you, I'm going to report you to law enforcement. It's like, man, first off again, don't know what you're talking about, but why don't you send me the, the message? And he sends me this, hello, this is David Dorsey. And, and the guy never says FBI in the recording, but mm-hmm. you know, this is David Dorsey. And, uh we want to, you know, we, we've been, been gathering the case, and uh, we you can press one to tell your side of the story. It was that vague, you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, but this guy apparently, best I could gather, was in Anniston. I'm from Aniston, and I guess he took the time to, to find me on the Internet. I'm findable. How he got my phone number, because he said it came from my phone number. Uh, maybe they spoofed my number.
1: Right, um, I, I guarantee you they did. I'm yeah, sure he yeah, had your number. Yeah. They just there's plenty of online um, VoIP Be- yeah, software that you can say I want I want my phone number to appear to come from this area code. I've got I've got phone calls from myself at least three times.
0: But yeah, but the, well, I was gonna say, but the fact that they identified me by name and spoofed my number. Oh right, yeah, that's a know, yeah, that tells mm. me that uh, perhaps uh, you know in a recent breach that information got out, and I was trying to think of the one that's. Uh, uh, the, might be the one. I, I might have to edit that out. But, oh, could be, yeah. You know, I was, I tried could, to, yeah. I, I was trying to think. <laughs> yeah,
1: of, <laughs> probably, probably not allowed to say that.
0: But, well, but, but I don't go by David. I mean, I'm Russ just about everywhere else, but I'm, I'm David legally. But, yeah, this, this guy, like I said, I, you know, so it's out there. But then just the coincidence of it, um, you know, and, and that always plays into it. They're going to catch you at a time that, uh, the, you know, somebody might be traveling or somebody might be going on. And just it's just luck that they they hit on that, right?
1: I will tell you there there are plenty of legitimate websites you can go to, put in a phone number, pay 20 bucks, and it'll tell you who it belongs to. So, he did, he probably didn't have to go that. If he just wanted to spend the 20 bucks at Spokio or wherever, he could have got your name and number. Oh, that's a good. So. Point. Yeah.
0: Um, well, you know, and 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 again I want to stay I guess in in this segment, stay on the on the on the family, you know, mm-hmm. on the family side of things. I think the uh, you know, the other thing about elder fraud um I mean, this, this is just straight up theft by deception. Uh, it's, it's the hook, maybe cyber, but then it becomes a, a con game. It becomes, you know, the, that, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, thinking of a, a, an incident that happened, um, with, uh, with a client, uh, and, and they didn't tell us, and I'm going to have to edit this out, but they didn't tell us till after the fact, but the, it was the, your computer's been infected, you know?
1: Yep. Boom. Tech, here's, support. Here's, Tech support. support one. Yeah.
0: Here's a number. Um, the so this guy calls and what struck me about this when I was when, when, when we came to us after it was all over with and there wasn't much else could be done he'd taken such meticulous notes of who he was talking to through the whole thing he had this person's name and their employee number which by the way I don't think we use employee numbers in this country that's an odd thing you know because you know, but he had everybody's name and employment number you know if my employee ID unless you're with the IRS I've never uh, nobody has ever given me their employee, ID, but beside the point, but they convinced him once they got him on the phone, they convinced him that there was an inside job at the bank, uh, and that his money needed to be moved. But that was the story mm-hmm. they gave him, the cover story so that when he went to the branch as per their instructions, he wasn't supposed to talk to anybody cause they were trying to catch somebody at the branch. And he goes in there and wire transfers out X, you know, X amount of dollars, um, and then goes back the next day, and that's when he realizes it, because they said, "Now we need to move the rest of your money." But the banks, um, kind of getting back to what you said earlier about, you know, most of that money's gone. Um, you know, there 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 is a short window to get that back. Uh yes. if, if people are aware of that, and I think that's a, that's an important message to get out there. Is if you do fall victim to this, and especially if it's a wire transfer of a large amount, you can get with the FBI and IC3, which I, you know we'll need to plug later. Uh, and they, mm-hmm. they can do what's called a, a, I think call it a kill chain, within seventy-two yep. it is hours. It's
1: email compromise kill chain yeah, is what exactly. they call it. Yep.
0: Um, so so that's something to make sure that you know we we get out to you know to people. But what amazed me was the stories and, and pig butchering. You keep mentioning that, so I want to throw it back over to you because <laughs> yeah. I've explained what that term is, but then explain kind of how those scams are working because those sure. again once they get them on the hook through technology, the rest of it's just a, a, a con game that they run and then the money's going
1: right. So the newest, the newest evolution of the romance scam is what's being called pig butchering. And the, and the reason it comes from that term is there was a, there's a span, there's a Chinese phrase or something like that. I sh, if I was smart, I would have had it pulled up here to look at, but it, it, it's, it literally means pig butchering. And what they do is they, 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 they pull you in as a typical romance scam either through social media account and you start a conversation and it goes for a long time. It's why it's called pig butchering. Cause I do is They fatten you up, fatten the, fatten the victim up before they take all their money. So essentially they'll convince you, Hey, I've got this great business opportunity. We can go into it together download this cryptocurrency market app so you download this app that that, or you go to a website that appears to be a cryptocurrency exchange site and you know cryptocurrency is you know one of those magical cyber buzzwords that people don't want to be left behind so they think it's a good idea Uh, i'm not saying you know plus or minus to cryptocurrency i invested it in previously but i've cashed out of it all because it kind of all collapsed but um so but you go in and you'll invest a certain amount and they'll invest a certain amount. And there's a Ponzi scheme aspect to it where you'll watch the value of your investments go up. You can pull a little bit out of it and then you'll invest more and more and more and more and more. And then six months down the road, you've invested hundreds of thousands of dollars. It looks like you've made hundreds of thousands of dollars. And then you come in the next day, the money's all gone. The website disappeared. The, your online paramour has disappeared and you basically been pig butchered at that, that particular point. I actually was doing a presentation um, several months ago at a community college for some educators, Um, and a guy came, came up after me and I didn't call it pig butchering. I don't think I I might have, I I forget, but I I mentioned that particular scam and he said, yeah, you mentioned that scam. I was a victim of it because I'm embarrassed to tell you how much I lost, but it was, it was amazing how easy it was to get roped into it. And he had a whole text string of the conversations with the person. And he was asking me how, you know, is it possible to get his money back? I said, when did you, when did it happen? He said, ah, two or three months ago. And I had to say, Nah, I'm sorry, that money is is probably gone.
0: Uh, you know, it doesn't take much to get somebody's life savings through one of those, right? I mean, that's that's, that's the sad part. Yeah, well, I was, yeah,
1: I was talking to a local bank here um, a couple uh, years ago when I was an agent. I was doing a briefing on cybersecurity stuff, um, and they said they actually have a policy that if if someone comes in to wire transfer money, they will ask them a bunch of different questions to make sure they're not being scammed. The problem is now... With online stuff, you don't have to go into a bank. And so the bank can't really ask those questions, those probing questions as a buffer to try to protect you from it. So it's even easier now for the scammers because everything can be done online. You don't have that third party looking over the shoulder saying, hmm, you sure you really want to do this? This might be a scam because let me tell you my, the experience we've had with it. So it's, it's you know, again, if it's a benefit. There, there's great things for being able to do stuff online, but there's always going to be someone who figures out how to use it for illicit means
0: and the uh, you know the 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 the, the robo calls uh you know if you're not educated on those at this point but again it's just that hey, i i want to you know i want to listen uh we we fell victim to that uh, if my wife watches this she'll she won't uh let, <laughs> let let me in the house for a while but she called me one day because she'd got hit with the um, uh with with a, a robo call but it was american express calling um but for her to be as non-technical as she is, it was amazing how good these guys were at tech support because with just a few seconds, they had managed to get a, a remote session up on an iPhone, which I can't even do, and were shadowing her while she logged into American Express to uh, to see the uh, uh, if, if the, I don't know, I think it was a gift certificate or something was the scam, but it was you know something they were having to lock down, but they were catching just that brief second that the password shows as you go across the screen, mm-hmm. you know, and, yeah. and, and catching that in real time. And, and then, and then what the, the other thing that struck me, and I think this is again, part of the insidious part of this is how ugly the guy got with her when she started not being non-cooperative, you know? Sure. Oh I yeah. Know, just, right. Yeah. You know, just, And
1: especially like when they're, when they're pretending to be law enforcement, yeah. because you can, you certainly law enforcement guys may get mad and make, you've seen good cop, bad cop, all that kind of stuff. So they kind of use that part to their advantage. It's, yeah, they so, are not stupid at what they're doing. That's for sure.
0: Yeah. So, so exactly. You, you, you think about, you know, I think about my parents or even my wife in this case, she was upset that, I mean, it, it was easy. It was an easy thing to call American express and get it stopped. And they actually did have a, a, a test charge out of New York. By the time I even got on top of it, they'd already hit the card for $10 at a Walmart. Yeah. yeah. Big deal. But the emotional uh, impact on that is she's still not over what that guy put her through. And I can't go to India and do nothing about it. Right. But,
1: <laughs> right. Exactly. But,
0: you know, yep. until she said, my husband's in cybersecurity and then he hung up on her. But by that point, which well,
1: was. Done. Well, think about this. So you say, can't go to India and do anything because I'm sure he had an Indian accent, right? It, once AI kicks in mm-hmm. and he sounds like he's from Birmingham or wherever, he's got, you know, the right accent and everything that sounds like right, it's going to be even harder. To stop it to, to disprove that because right now certainly you know when you get a call from the department of internal revenue service and he's clear i mean clearly has an overseas accent i don't want to pick on india specifically but he's got an overseas accent you know he's not a federal official it's easy to, to, to determine but once ai kicks in and you're able to duplicate voices I mean, shoot, what if, what if you got a phone call and it sounded like a politician you love, like you love some particular politician, I'm not going to pick one, one or the other on either side of the spectrum because I try to stay apolitical. But if you get a call from your favorite politician who's talking to you personally and ask you, hey, can you donate a hundred bucks to my campaign? That'd be great. Who's not going to donate the hundred bucks if they had that 10, 15 minute conversation. So that scam hasn't happened I'm predicting, I'll predict it right here. It's it, for the 2024 cycle that's coming where someone thinks they're actually donating to their favorite politician. Cause that politician called them personally, talked to them, built them up and, and convinced them to send the money.
0: Oh yeah. Especially if it's, if it's plausible, if it's say if it's your local Congressman who, right. would, who might actually have time to call and obviously if, uh, you know, a presidential candidate's calling. You know, you got something going on. But if it's if it's somebody, well, going to believe? But there's people that, that will well, believe it though. You're, you're, you're right. Will. You're right. There are people that will believe that. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I mean, so so if we were to, you know, I, I don't I don't know what you do though to tr- you know to protect your family, you know, against that kind of thing. Other than what do you do? You have safe words. What do you? I mean, what what, what is the?
1: Yes. Yeah. Right. For the yeah for the like the the kidnapping scams, you have to have like you have to have a safe word. So like, I would say like, so look, if you're, if, if you are ever in trouble, our safe word is avocado, right? Whatever. So if someone calls and says, Hey, I've been kidnapped, what's your safe word? If they don't know it, you know, it's not them. So that's, that's one way. But again, you have to, you have to, A, be aware of the threat and B, take the, do the, have the capability to have that discussion and, and prep people for that. And I would say, you know, unless you're in our profession, most 99% of the world is not doing anything close to that or thinking about anything close to that. Even if, even if it becomes a big news article, really, who's really s- watching the news to that depth, that level of, of um, understanding or, you know, application, I guess.
0: No, I th- I th- I think that's, I think that's, that's, that's true. I mean, as Americans, we, um, you know, we, 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 we follow this curve of, here's here's the news and then here's the permanent annoyance and we're just going to deal with it
1: right right right
0: you know the 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 dark side of this that we haven't even talked about and and we don't need to get too far into it but it does tie into this is these same tactics and techniques are what are used uh, the child predators use for 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 grooming uh, and and Mm -hmm. and cultivating targets that uh, you know they're trying to recruit people to a political ideology the same social media mining that we're talking about they're going after the elderly they're also going after our kids right
1: oh absolutely yeah indoctrination yeah. all that kind of stuff Yep.
0: yeah and so they're, and so they're using you know with, with with the advent of ai so you know and 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 understanding that you know just to kind of tie this back a little bit to the fbi uh and understanding that as a resource if somebody is you know victim to this um do you recommend local law enforcement? Do you recommend they go straight to the the bureau? I mean, I, I, I was going to put numbers up with this.
1: Yeah, that's a that's a rough one because it depends on you know. Obviously, if you think someone's been kidnapped, you want to go to the FBI. But if it's a scam from kidnapping, you can report to the FBI. They won't really do much. They'll ask you. They'll probably tell you to go to IC three and report it, kind of thing. Um, local law enforcement really not going to be much help. That's and that is the big problem in the cyber world is who has jurisdiction, who's willing to open a case and investigate it, how much loss was there? I mean, if you, let's say, you know, you got a call that you've been, your kid's been kidnapped and you end up wire transferring a thousand dollars, the FBI is unlikely to open that case because the loss amount is not enough. It's, It's certainly enough for the victim, but from an investigative perspective to put resources for that, you're not going to get much help now ic3 is a benefit because if a thousand people lost a thousand dollars that's a million dollars in loss total then they'll start to do some some intelligence and and find a way to open a case from that perspective so bulking it up kind of works out and you know and you can certainly contact your local law enforcement if it's cyber related if it's online they'll probably refer you to your to the federal authorities um you know you have the secret service does a little bit of stuff CISA is more of a the DHS's cybersecurity infrastructure. Yeah. Well, they're, well, they're, they're, they're more of a they're more of a marketing arm of the DHS from yeah. a cyber perspective. But
0: yeah, I think that's, that's a good way to put it. I mean, if, if you look at um, a, a recommendation though, was you know, when, when I go back to this this bank fraud case, the bank didn't do anything for this guy, mm-hmm. uh, and. Again, they 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 miss the window to to pull the money back, and I think that would be something that it's okay to go ahead and get the local FBI office numbers and have yeah. them and have them written down someplace, and understand that you can call. Um, right, and there's there's organizations too. Um, you know, uh, I always like to plug in for guard, but that's that's for critical infrastructure stuff. But certainly. Uh, you know, your accountant uh, and, and other professionals that you work with might have a fast track to get you in to talk to somebody. Because in that particular case, we're talking uh, tens of thousands of dollars through a bank fraud. That, right. would, that would be something that would merit an immediate yes. action, but also Absolutely. be, be uh, I think, a better case for an investigation, but not if you go to the, the Mountain Brook police. Right. You no,
1: know, I, I know. agree. If it's bank bank fraud related, certainly go to the Bureau. Go to, you can go seek a service to They can help a little yeah. bit because uh, they're, they're more bank- fraud oriented from a investigative standpoint, but from the bureau, like especially business email compromise, let's take that for example. If you are a victim once, chances are you're going to be a victim again, more than likely. So it is good. Like you said, have a contact at, I say this all the time, know your local FBI because they're going to be able to help you ultimately if you need help with something, it's better to at least say, okay, I know I can contact this person and they can at least, Tell me where to go. Tell me what to do. Tell me how to report it. Tell me what to do—the right thing. If you're in the middle of an incident and you don't know who to re- contact, you're just kind of flailing around aimlessly. And the longer it takes, the longer you're flailing around, the less likely it is you'll have a chance to recover that money. The business email compromise kill chain has an 87 percent success rate if you report it within 48 hours, roughly 48, 72, somewhere in there. Because what it does is uh, it, the the dirty little secret of the business email compromise kill chain is you get your money back depending on where you are in the queue. In other words, so you say, okay, I got hit with business email compromise. They're able to tie it to a bank account at Bank of America. So it went from Regions Bank to Bank of America. The bad guy has to then move it from Bank of America somewhere else to get it overseas. So wherever it's sitting, he, the bad guy doesn't keep track of it in real time. He'll just, he'll go to that bank account at some point and see there's money in there and transfer it. So the, the, the beauty of the kill chain is they figure out where you wire transferred the money. Um, and then if there's money there and you filed the complaint, you'll get the money. Now, let's say you lost $50,000. So but there's only 20,000 in the account. In other words, he already pulled your 50, but somebody else put in 20 and they haven't, they haven't said they're a victim, and no one else has said they're a victim. You'll get to twenty, but if it, it's depending where you land in line, so it's kind of that's kind of a first come, first serve for re, for reimbursement or um, not reimbursement um, restitution.
0: Okay. Well, that's kind of where I wanted to to, to wrap on the individual side. Uh, again, you know the the, the threats are there, um, but you know on the proactive side. This information's out there, like 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 Darren, your, your, your podcast, uh, you know, the stuff Scott's putting out there. There's all kinds of information out there on what to do to to be safer cyber wise, and then to prepare for the, you know, the the eventual that you might need it. I mean, even if it's just, you know, if you you got a good relationship with your local, you know, your, your local police office, like I do in Trustful, here I'm giving all this personal information out here on this podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah, Mountain Brook, Trustful.
0: Yeah, it's it's perfectly okay to go to them and say, so I've got this going on. Can we contact? You know, the FBI rather than have it just sit there because time is of the essence in any Mm -hmm. of this stuff that's going on. Um, And understanding that, I mean, what I have seen, uh, you know, is this major surge in the last few years on the uh, federal agencies' involvement, uh, you know, in in getting ahead of these cases because they've become, they're they're just so, you know, just so prevalent. Now, you're right, 98% of them. You know, you're just going to report it, and they're going to it's going to get thrown in the number pile. And unfortunately, you lost that fifty dollars, you lost that thousand dollars. But if it's you know, it's mm-hmm. a more critical matter. Um, well, Darren, I want to thank you very much for your time, uh, giving us this hour. Um, as we as we wrap this, uh, if you're looking for more information, like I said, Darren's got over a hundred hours of of material up on this uh, cyber guy, C Y B U R guy. Uh, wherever you get your podcast. Um, Look for the ones for Family or for, or for FBI. They're all very well labeled, and he's got links to a lot of content behind that, too. Um, and thank you for t- tuning in with us, too. Uh, so I'm your host, Russ Dorsey, with Cyber Matters here with KASUF and the KASUF Podcast Network, and wishing you a good afternoon, and we will see you again soon.